You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. For those of you listeners who know my background a bit, you might remember the stories of my first few jobs after college. From being a mall cop to selling makeup door-to-door, I realized that I had skills that were being underutilized and that these minimum wage jobs couldn't support me or last forever. I spent years going through YouTube, reading books, listening to podcasts, and taking enough online courses to reinvent myself as a professional copywriter and digital marketer. Years later, thanks to my side hustles and drive, I've worked with national news outlets, multi-million dollar tech startups, nonprofits, and celebrities to build their brands and drive sales. None of this could have happened if I didn't develop in-demand skills. I had to do this alone, but you don't have to. You have Hustlers University 2.0. Hustlers University 2.0 is a community where you can learn real skills to earn money online today, starting with side hustles you can use to elevate your game. I'm not just an advocate for Hustlers University. I'm also a student. Every professor is verified to be making 10K to 500K monthly in their selected field. You get full resources, lesson plans, and an active community of thousands of other Hustlers University students working on skills such as stock analysis, cryptocurrencies, e-commerce, copywriting, which was my favorite course, one I actually went ahead and took last month. And as a copywriter of seven years, I even took a ton out of that, including some of the resources I was able to take over to my day job. You also learn freelancing, financial planning, affiliate marketing, business management, and so much more. If you're tired of depending on a boss who hates you to deliver your paycheck or have learned since the lockdowns that controlling the source of your income is vital to your individual freedom, sign up for Hustlers University 2.0 today using the link in the show notes. I'll see you there. Let's talk people under the age of 65. So if you're a millennial like me, we're talking about your parents. We're talking about your grandparents. Uh, We could probably name a few of them who have worked for the same business for more than 10 years. I bet we could even find some people who have worked for the same business for more than 20 years. When you start getting to 30 years plus... 
that is a very, very small demographic as people age out of the workforce. We're starting to see that now. You hear about this great turnover. There's another term for it. I can't remember. Basically, with the baby boomers either fully retiring or dying, what we're seeing is the largest transfer of accumulated wealth from one generation to another in American history. Despite all the bad things you hear, despite all the rough and tumble you hear online and on the news when you tune in on the radio and everything else, uh, America still is by far the richest, most prosperous nation despite all the challenges we have been through and the challenges we continue to go through. With that said, though, let's get back to the question. And, and let, let, let's kind of tinker with it, shall we? Millennials. So we're talking our 18 to, I think, 35 range right now. How many of you have been with the same place for more than two years? Now, not many of you are like me, where you've had like 10 jobs before you were 25 and uh, some of them were selling makeup or, you know, being a cashier. Maybe you were lucky you got an internship after college that led directly to a job. Um, but by and large, regardless as to what field you're in, many millennials have had probably five or more jobs before they hit the age of 27, which ironically, I happen to, uh, to be 27 years old. I'm turning 28 this year. I, I, I've, run, I've run out of fingers in which I can count the jobs I've had. Even in the past year, I went ahead and uh, started a new job as well. Now, we talked about a little bit of this job hopping with our, with our friend uh, Steve Adcock about uh, 15 or so episodes ago. So please, I heavily advise you, uh, go into your podcast app and go ahead and just do uh, Steve Adcock or job hopping, where Steve actually explains how job hopping is good for you. Now, there's bad job hopping and then there's good job hopping. Bad job hopping is because you're leaving a terrible place and you're just leaving to leave or you get fired or laid off or something and you, you tend to go up and down and up and down. I, I, I never had a consistent income <laughs> until I, I was about 25 years old. And, and then at that point, I was working a newspaper and 2020 hit. And just when I thought that, you know, I'm going to be living rent free with my parents and I'm lucky because I've got one little side gig there and I've got my you know, my salary job, what did they do? They said, thank you for your hard work. Please work more. And by the way, we're taking 10% of all employee income because your salaries are not going to be able to survive this upcoming lockdown and recession we're in. So we either take 10% of your salaries for a couple of months or we start laying people off. Now, the first couple of months, we were all like, you know what? These are unprecedented times. Everything is ridiculous. It's incredibly difficult. Let's go ahead and do this for three months. I don't remember anybody being mad about that because it would be better to sacrifice a little bit now so that way one of our coworkers, our friends, could maintain their job to support themselves and their families than to start laying people off. But then, bam, nine months later, shit was not working out. Time to leave. Got a higher salary job. Ended up going through that whole experience, left, ended up getting another higher salary job. That experience was what it was, and now I'm working um, a job that is everything I could expect, and I'm so happy with it, 
that's an example of good job hopping. So there's bad job hopping and there's good job hopping. But, you know, for, for many people, the, the goal is to go ahead and stay with the same business or company for a decade or more. The idea of a millennial right now staying at the same place for more than five years seems like a long time. Millennials will go ahead and move uh, between workplaces, I think, uh, around 10 times within their lifetime. So we're, we're talking, at least in terms of working years, between now and when they turn 59, 60 years old, and then you know they, they have to start pulling Social Security and everything no later than 65. So all that jazz. But you find pockets, and I'm talking small pockets of people out there, who don't move up the corporate ladder, who don't really do much more than the job they've been doing. Now, there are many reasons for that. Some people just like what they do. I, I like to do different things that are all within my same wheelhouse, but I can't imagine having the same exact job every day for 20 plus years. Well, Kevin Ford, a 54-year-old father and grandfather, is a 27-year Burger King veteran employee. Now, some of you may have heard about this story. We're going to go ahead and run through a Today.com article discussing what has happened to Kevin since we all learned who Kevin was and what has happened to Kevin now. You probably saw the video on TikTok or Instagram in which Kevin, who has been at Burger King, working in the kitchen and the register for 27 years, was given a reward for never missing a day of work. We're talking never missing a day of work. So you, you look at that. What do you have? You have employee loyalty. You have a responsible employee, somebody who you can depend on, somebody who is dedicated to their job. I, I wish more people had his dedication. So what did they do? They decided to give him something as a token of their appreciation. Now, I, I think it's great when employers go ahead and do something to recognize the good work of employees. I, I think um, far too many people just give him a pat on the back and then move on. And, uh, you know, while you don't have to do that, I, I've said often in the past, you want to thank me, just pay me on time. Uh, you know, just doing that little extra, it, it does show that, you know, you, you see the work they're doing and they and people like to be seen. People like to be appreciated. So w let's go ahead and read this article. I'm going to go ahead and interject my thoughts throughout it. If you want to go ahead and read the full article yourself, uh, go ahead and check out the show notes after the show. Because why would you pause and go read that while I'm talking? This is our you and me time. This is our, our, our special time. Come on, why, why, why would you screw it up? Don't screw it up. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up the article now if my laptop will work with me. Uh, Burger King veteran of 27 years gets goodie bag for never missing a day of work in a viral video. Go fund me for Kevin Ford, the Burger King employee set up by his daughter, has raised over $50,000. Let's talk about why. Every now and again, the story comes along that shows how much goodness there truly is in the world. On June 20th, subreddit uh, Boring Dystopia featured a video 
of a Burger King employee named Kevin Ford, 54, who received a gift from upper management in honor of his 27 years on the job. In the video, which was originally posted to TikTok, Ford delves into the items he received from HMS Host, the company from which Burger King hires, uh, which included a Starbucks reusable tumbler, a bag of Reese's candy, pens, and two lifesavers. I'm sorry, two, not two like individual lifesaver candies. We're talking two rolls of lifesavers. So like a buck 25 from the gas station, uh, amongst other items. Additionally, members of the Las Vegas Burger King where Ford works gave him a slice of chocolate cake to celebrate the milestone. While Ford remained appreciative in the video, and that, that's one thing I really want to emphasize. He took it like it was the best gift ever, and he was thankful for it. Um, the response online was a tad bit more critical. Now, should Ford have been like, fuck you, fuck your goodie bag, fuck Burger King, I've been here for 27 years, y- y'all can go fuck yourself. No, he was a loyal and humble and grateful employee. He did exactly what you should do, even when it's insulting. Now, on the flip side... Why would people look at this and be upset? In an age in which employers are literally offering... The, the McDonald's, so I, live, I call it the McDonald's Bermuda Triangle. I have uh, a burger... Can- I have a McDonald's about a mile north, a mile uh, east, and a mile west. Um, so I could see what they're all doing. And within like 50 feet of all of those is a Burger King. Between all of those McDonald's near me and Burger King's near me, they're offering between $16 to $18. They're offering free meals. They're offering tuition assistance. They're offering next day pay. They're offering uh, health benefits. In an era where people are trying to find people to fill jobs that during the pandemic were called essential whether they were flipping burgers or stocking grocery store shelves, whether they were delivering food, whether they were doing all the stuff, all the jobs that we, we deemed essential in which we were cutting employee hours, cutting employee pay, doing all this stuff. And people were like, you know what? I'm making more money sitting at home or I'm making more money sitting at home, not collecting welfare, but starting a business, which shameless plug, you can learn all about that on Hustlers University. Join Hustlers University, a community of 60,000 students and growing, including yours truly, where we go ahead and spend a little bit of time a week developing new skills to adapt to our new e-commerce-focused economy. It's only 49 bucks a month. The tuition monthly will be changing at the end of July, so go ahead and lock in this uh, current rate while it's still cheap in the link in the show notes. Join Hustlers University today. Um, while people are looking at these businesses saying, you mistreated me, you didn't value me when it mattered the most, and now you expect me to come back and work for you. Um, You would think that situations like this would be avoided. That if you're, like, it's almost better not to recognize him than to recognize him poorly. But people saw this, and it just fed into the narrative that big corporate America doesn't care. Well, the truth is big corporate America doesn't care. That's why big corporate America wants to bring in overseas labor from countries where, like, you know, clean water is a sign of being wealthy. 
and they're going to give them your jobs so that way you just become part of the worker-consumer class just surviving while they're going to go ahead and replace you with robots and cheap labor. So, of course, people who saw what happened to Kevin and his goodie bag got mad. I got mad. Justifiably so. So Kevin treated it with class and uh, is a great example of how to be a good employee, how to be a co-worker. And then the inter- internet acted justifiably by being pissed about how Kevin was also treated. So, ipso facto, two good things to take away from this. Uh, one TikTok user wrote, did they really give him one movie ticket, though? Yeah, they, they gave him one single movie pass. At least give him two. Everyone wants to go see Top Gun twice. Um, And he's so humble and kind about it. That pisses me off so much. He deserves so much more. Another person commented on Reddit. Many of the other responses from commentators pointed out that Ford's gift reality didn't quite match up with expectations, which is what, which is may, which may be why Ford's daughter decided to step up in honor of her father's dedication to his food service job. My name is Serena and the man in that video is my father. He has worked at his job for 27 years, and yes, he has never missed a day of work. Serena Ford wrote in the GoFundMe she set up for her father. In no way are we asking for money, or is he expecting any money, but if anyone feels like blessing him, he would love to visit his grandchildren. People around the internet heard and were moved by Ford's story, and the response to her uh, unassuming request exceeded anything the Ford family could dream of. Having its goal shattered twice, and it's still climbing. In three days, sorry, my phone's going off. A professional podcast host would have uh, edited this, but I'm neither, uh, you know, a good podcast host nor a professional one, so you get to hear me make excuses. Moving on, in three days, the GoFundMe has already received $50,000 as of this writing. And there's a photo of Ford with his daughter at a restaurant. They look like a happy, happy family. Um, I've been crying for about two days now. It's just incredible, said Kevin Ford in a phone call with Today Food. I just uh, got to work. I, I just go to work and try and have fun and laugh and make other people's day. It's like I've been in a dream for almost two days now. It's just so beautiful and awesome. It really is. With more than 1,600 donations, individual donations that added up to that $50,000 amount, uh, Ford also feels the love from each and every donor that decided to celebrate his 27 years without missing a day of work. For all those years, you feel unappreciated, but you get up just like everybody else. You do your job, and for somebody to show this appreciation is just overwhelming, he said. One of those donors, someone who gave under the name David Spade, gave a whopping $5,000 to the GoFundMe. Becoming its top donor, Ford said he contacted the actor and comedian via Instagram to give his thanks and received a classic comedic response. I said, hey, maybe now I could take a day off. And he sent back, wait till you're 30, Ford said. Today, reached out to Spade's team to confirm the donation, but hasn't heard back yet. Uh, A Burger King spokesperson issued the following statement to today. The Burger King brand and its many franchisees nationwide are committed to recognizing and celebrating the achievements of the thousands of people serving across a a wide range of roles. Following the review 
of this location's franchisee. We've learned that this video depicts a team member in receipt of a peer-to-peer -peer reward in recognition of a short-term positive performance experience. <laughs> this is such a bullshit cop-out answer. Like, fuck you, Burger King. <laughs> fuck you, Burger King. Burger King has also added that it offers team members an employee recognition program that includes the recognition of 10-year milestones and monetary awards. For its part, HMS Host, the food service company Ford Works for Burger King through, uh, b because you set up a company and you buy into the franchise, it it's that whole thing if you're confused. Bottom line, Burger King is trying to pass the buck along. That <laughs> is actually the party who gave him the viral gift. Today... I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep saying that. It's because it's today.com, but it's today in all caps. So I'm always like, today, like I'm starting a sentence, but it's actually the website. I'm a moron. I know. Today reached out to HMS host for comment, but hasn't heard back. As to what Ford plans to do with the money, he said he hasn't thought too deeply about it, but he's eager to pay off bills and visit his daughter, Serena, and his grandchildren, two girls who are six and eight. Throughout his once-in-a-lifetime experience, Ford said he's thankful for this community of people who thought to offer him a little love through their comments and the donation drive. Ford also expressed his deep appreciation for his daughter, who got the ball rolling on this outpouring of support. I can't repay her, you know, because she is why I do everything. Her and my other daughters and now my grandkids, Ford said. I really can't put it into words how much I love my family. And if you want to go ahead and uh, read the full article on today.com, you could do so in the show notes today. So let's talk about this. Talked a little bit about how Kevin Ford reacted to receiving the gift from HMS Host, the, um, the, the, the subcompany which owns the franchise on behalf of the franchise owner, which employs uh, Kevin as a Burger King franchise employee. And then we talked about how the internet went ahead and responded to it. Now, let's really get kind of critical here. This is going to take a dark turn if you didn't expect it already. Do you think people donated to Kevin because a 27-year a 27-year Burger King employee really deserved the money? Or did they do it despite a big corporation who they feel should have done more? Think about that while my ice machine drops ice in the background. Three, two, one. Okay, let's go. Let me ask again. Do you honestly think that people gave to this guy because they feel that a 27-year Burger King employee deserved 50K? Or because they wanted to spite a big corporation like Burger King? Let's go back to early January and February of 2021. Do you think people bought into AMC and GameStop because they genuinely loved the movie theater with the sticky seats and the game store that gave them two bucks for their barely used video game? No. They did it because they wanted to bankrupt the hedge funds, and the big 
uh, hedge fund managers who managed those hedge funds and the big corporations that were hoping that they could short the stocks and help make themselves rich, as well as the hedge fund managers and the hedge fund account managers and everyone else. It had less to do with love, and it had more to do with their mutual hate. This is exactly why people got mad in 2008 when the banks were bailed out around the time that the Tea Party was mad because our government was printing money at a time when people were losing their whole life savings and retirements. At the same time that Occupy Wall Street was occurring, because once again, the big banks and corporations got a bailout and almost nobody went to jail. Almost nobody suffered any long-term career setbacks for what they intentionally did. And Occupy Wall Street justifiably called them out just as much as the Tea Party called out the government. You, You see, people, you think we're more divided than we really are, but when you look at some of the common problems... It's big government and big business getting together for some big corruption. Now, that's a whole other tangent. That, that's a side thing that has very little to do with right now, but it, it's part of the cosmos of the big corruption, big greed story. You know, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders spoke more alike on these things than they would probably ever give themselves credit for. And now we're at the point where uh, we are now, where gas is seven bucks and We could very easily pump out more American gas, but American gas companies are like, eh, we kind of like this. We kind of like this. And Biden is like, eh, I think we, I I think we're going to take Venezuela gas or or something. No, I don't know. Meanwhile, Biden attacks big oil and big oil tries to defend itself, but behind closed doors, they're just like, Joe, thank you. And Joe is like, where am I? (laughs) Going back to Kevin, though, I really don't think it was because people thought that 27-year Burger King employee deserved 50K. I think it's because they're fed up and they wanted to do something to stick a middle finger to Burger King and other big corporations that don't treat people with respect. Now, Kevin should be grateful that he got anything in the first place. You know what the real reward at the end of the day of work is? Getting paid. And unless there's a whole other story out there that no one decided to talk about, Kevin has been at Burger King for 27 years. Burger King has given Kevin exactly what he has agreed to receive. Now, Kevin has several daughters and multiple grandchildren. I'm not going to make Kevin the villain of the story. But what I am going to ask is why has Kevin been working behind the fryer of a Burger King for 27 years? Much like McDonald's that has their McDonald's University for franchise owners and management and the, and the cooks and everything else, for people that want to do career advancement within McDonald's, Burger King has similar programs. In fact, many businesses have similar programs from restaurants to, you know, fintech companies, you name it. Many big businesses do offer career advancement opportunities. Why hasn't Kevin in 27 years done that? 
let's assume Kevin received a 5 to 10% sa- uh, salary increase every year. Let's assume that because that doesn't happen for a lot of people working at McDonald's full time. Let's assume that Kevin started working 27 years ago at 550. I think that was it. May, you know, let, let's use today's federal minimum wage of I think it's 725. Screw it. I, I'll just make up numbers. I'll say 750. So he started at that full time. I think if we do the math, Kevin is probably making right now, and when you also include the cost of the wage increases the last couple of years, Kevin is probably making between 20 to $25 an hour. Let's go ahead and be real liberal with the numbers and say $26. That's what he's making now. He's 54 years old. Let's assume that Kevin, who had multiple children, and, and by, the, by the age of his daughter and the age of his grandchildren, he probably had children very young, which is why he had to go work full-time at McDonald's, which is why he was never able to take a day off. Why did Kevin continue to stay there? In this situation, I'm going to make an assumption. Remember, this is all an assumption that Kevin may have only invested a small amount of money into his retirement. Now, let's assume he doesn't do anything other than pay off debt with the 50K. He pays off debt. He puts a little bit in the savings. He spends the rest. By the looks of it, Kevin is probably going to have to work far past the age of 65 just to live. At the rate that he's going, he will not be able with inflation and the rise of prices and everything else, creating general stagflation, interest rates go up, inflation continues to go up, costs of food and services go up, products and more, wages go up, you have a decrease in labor participation. Kevin's never getting a day off again. Kevin might have to go drive for Uber. Kevin, Kevin is owned by Burger King. Now, is it Burger King's fault that Kevin is going to have to work there until he dies, probably? No. It's Kevin's fault. Working for Burger King for 27 years is not inherently a bad thing. Choosing to work a job meant for teenagers and meant for adults for a short period of time as they acquire new skills and talents and use their knowledge and expertise to move up the workforce for 20-plus years is entirely Kevin's fault. Now, Kevin seems happy. Kevin seems grateful. But I'm sorry. It looks like Kevin's life fucking sucks. I pity Kevin. Because... Kevin is going to probably die inside of a Burger King. And when that happens, other than good memories and love from his family, do you know what Kevin will leave his daughters and granddaughters with? 
he will probably leave them with debt. I'm not saying this because I think Kevin is a bad example of a person. I think based off what we've learned about Kevin from this article, Kevin is a wonderful human being. I think Kevin is an ideal employee. But in today's day and age, we cannot be Kevin. You cannot be Kevin. You don't want those closest around you to be like Kevin. Because when the next lockdowns come, and mark my words, they are coming. Would you rather be in a better position than Kevin? Or would you rather be Kevin? Having to go through another pandemic or something worse. Working at a Burger King. Really consider this. Because the lesson is not a lesson in kindness. Though kindness and gratitude are two lessons we can take away. The real lesson is that if you're going to be somewhere for 27 years, and I hope many of you are, I hope I am, that you're not in the same place 27 years from now that you're in right now. That your work situation isn't just better, but your life situation is better. Because at the end of the day, while money comes and goes, there's only one depleting asset that there is less of every minute of every day, and it's your time. We've spoken about it on this show, for those of you that are new, because we're always getting a couple new listeners. This show is basically a long-term journal of me trying to become financially independent and semi-retired by the age of 38. I'm 27 right now, going on 28 this year. I've done many solo episodes talking about personal development from a financial, from a physical, from a spiritual standpoint. I've brought up my friends to talk about it. Yeah, sometimes we have some episodes like Monday's episode, The Degenerate Theater, where we talked you know, about stupid movies with my friends. That has really nothing to do with what the general theme is, you might think, but it does. Because I get the opportunity to spend time with my friends. And I don't have to worry about whether that was time that I should have been working. That's time I get to spend watching stupid movies because I found ways to make money while I sleep. Am I better than Kevin? Some of you might be thinking about that. Absolutely not. But, I bet Kevin would probably agree that I'm living a more comfortable life. I'm living a happier life, which is a subjective thing. And that when the next lockdowns come, I'll be working from home. I'll probably be traveling somewhere with less restrictions and more freedom. And Kevin will have to report to Burger King for his shift the next day. I want people to have the spirit and the kindness and the attitude that Kevin has. But what I don't want them to have to deal with is working the same job for 27 years, 27 years and getting a goodie bag and having to rely on the kindness of strangers to go spend time with my family. That's all she wrote. Hope I gave you enough to think about. 
from Remsen W. Martins. As always, be safe, be good, good night.